Amen. Amen. Now, if you are here just visiting for the first time, you're not too sure what is taking place, we have a special service uh, which is uh, taking place. It is uh, what, what we know as, as our baptism service. I always enjoy a baptismal service. There's a number of reasons I enjoy a baptismal service. Um, it's a time of celebration. We celebrate faith. We celebrate that God is doing things in people's lives. It reminds us of the work of the gospel. That every single person who is here today, you are here by what is called the grace of God. That absolutely none of us deserves to go to heaven. As a matter of fact, the default is that we are all lost. There is sin in our lives, and as a result, we are lost. If not for the sake that Jesus had come and laid down his life painfully on a cross to pay the price for our sins. And showing his power, he resurrects from the dead. And... That is kind of the story through baptism. It's the fact that we are redeemed by a God even though we have no business being redeemed. And so we celebrate that when we see people who take the step um, of, baptist, of, of baptism. There's actually, in the book of Rome, Romans, there's actually a thing which is called the Romans Road um, to Salvation or the Romans Road to Faith in Christ. And it kind of tells the story. Romans chapter 3, verse 23, For all have sinned, and fallen short of the glory of God. And then uh, Romans 6.20 says, But the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Even Romans chapter 8. But God demonstrates his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. If any, uh, that if you shall confess with your, Lord, your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and believe that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. Because with, from belief in your heart, that salvation comes. And with salvation, with the, the confession of your mouth, salvation comes. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. That's, that's what Romans says. And then, then all of a sudden Romans 8 says, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. All things work to good for those who love God are called according to his purpose. In Romans 8, right at the very end, it says, nothing will separate us from the love of God. Life, death, angels, principalities, goes into a whole list. Nothing will separate you from love of God. And when this becomes recognized and incorporated into our hearts, the Bible tells us that we take this step of baptism. And it's a step of faith. But not only is it a step of faith, it's a step of what we call obedience. It is a testimony, and it is the fact that we love Jesus with all of our heart, that we want everyone to know about it. And throughout history, it was the first thing that a person was done when they got saved, when they gave their heart to Jesus. And throughout history, many people lost their lives, lost their jobs, lost their livelihood as a result of baptism. In the early days of baptism when it was primarily just the Jewish community where people were accepting Jesus, if they were to make the decision to be baptized, other Jewish people in the community would stop having business with them. They would lose their jobs. Many times, if you got baptized in a particular family that didn't agree with the gospel, you got kicked out of the house. Even now in other countries, there are people who got baptized, and when they come to the baptismal service, they come with suitcases. They all of a sudden lose. They lose their household. They lose everything. And, and, and people lose their lives as a result uh, of baptism. We don't see that so much today in our particular culture, but throughout the world it is true. Look, it is a powerful, powerful step. It symbolizes the death of the old person and the birth of the new. 
And the first thing Jesus tells us when we accept him as Lord is to be baptized. And so it's an important step for us. And there's something powerful about this moment. There's something powerful about a baptismal service. And I'm not too sure exactly what one thing it is. Perhaps it's the fact that it takes us back to the basics of the gospel. That we get busy doing so many different things. We are so preoccupied with doing all of the other things, particular as a, as a church. You know, you know, there's a song service that needs to go well, and we have youth services and all these things. And, and the baptism basically says God changes lives. It brings us back to what is most important. That God does something in the lives of those being baptized. But I also believe in a ser- that in a service, God does something in the lives of those who witness baptism. Maybe it's just the fact. Maybe it's just the fact that God's light shines in areas where people just take that step of obedience. That the Holy Spirit's reminder is that like we are special in every single one of our is his eyes. We are all special in his eyes. Whether you're black, whether you're white, whether you're brown, whether you're rich, whether you're poor, whether you're male, whether you're female, whether you're high in the status or whether you're low in the status, that doesn't make any kind of difference. That it is a testimony to the fact that there's a God who loves every single one of us the same. And that you're not so far that you can't come back. And that you're not so lost that he won't reach you. And that you're not so sick that you can't be healed. And baptism personifies all of this. And as a result, there are so many powerful testimonies that happen in a service like this. And perhaps you've sat and listened to the testimonies of people. I know uh, Christianity Today had an article that had written a, a long time ago about a pastor who had, had a girl who had done a testimony. He basically said this on November the 9th, 2003. There's a 19-year-old girl from Pakistan comes and wants to be baptized. And as she comes to give her story, she mentions her name. She says, you know what? I became a Christian about six months ago. When I was real young, I moved to Pakistan, and something happened. A tragic accident happened, and I got injured. And the injury was so severe that I was in a coma for eight months. And I come out of this coma, and my eyes are open. But I couldn't do anything else. I couldn't talk. I couldn't walk. And so what they did is they put me in a wheelchair. And they said, there's nothing more we can do for this girl. At that time, as I'm in that state of paralysis and not able to do anything, something happened in our family where my brother was killed right in front of my eyes when he was 18 years old. She says, I'm heartbroken, and what happened was I used to go to the mosque every Friday, and I slept there because there was no hope from the doctors that I could walk or talk again. And then one night, I was really upset, and I go straight to a picture of Jesus, and there's a picture of Jesus in the mosque because they recognize Jesus as one of the prophets. She goes up. She says, you should have let me die. Why do you let me live? Why do you let me live and watch my brother just die? She said, at this point, I've kind of got my head on the floor, and I'm weeping. 
And she says, someone squeezes my shoulder as I'm saying this. And I look up, and it's the guy, and it's the person that was in the picture. It was Jesus who she was looking at. She says, I was so overwhelmed that I fainted. So what happens is I get up in the morning. And my grandfather is there. And, and I sat there, and, and I said that he was here. He was right here. And my grandfather says, what? He says, hold on a second, you're speaking again. He says, he was here. Jesus was here. He says, he has me here for something special. He says, listen, sweetie, that's not true because he died a long time ago. Remember the story I told you? I said, no, I saw what I saw, and then I stood up. And, and the father's overwhelmed, and yet at the same time doesn't believe it, and I don't believe it, but at the same time, here you are speaking and walking again. I just told people in my community what happened, and many of them laughed and walked away, but I couldn't laugh and walk away when I saw what Christ did to me. So I'm here today, I'm getting baptized in the name of Jesus, but in my heart, I'm already baptized in the Holy Spirit. What a powerful story. There's something that happens. There's something powerful that happens in the baptismal service. There's something that takes place that says God is a powerful God. You know, I never want to lose the power that baptism represents. And you are sitting here today, and yes, it's a normal Sunday service, but there's something hallowed about a time when God begins to reveal through baptism, change lives, that God is alive, that he changes lives, that he's continually working on my life, and he's continually working on your life. And that if you don't know him, you're never too far away to know him. That he's always knocking on the door of your heart. Because baptism is an outward expression of an inward faith. And my hope is that God will bless your heart as we just participate together now, every single one of our candidates chose to do a video testimony. But I'm praying that as they speak, that God will move and do something special in your hearts as well as God doing something special in their hearts as they take this step of obedience. So God, in Jesus' name, I pray right now that your blessing will be upon this place. And I'm not too sure where everyone here stands. Many times when there's a baptismal service, there's some people just don't regularly go to church or maybe you're just starting to come back to church or there's just so many people in so many different places spiritual. But I believe, God, that there's a blessing on a baptismal service. I believe, God, that you're trying to say something to our lives in the baptismal service and that, God, you're going to bless our six candidates who are being baptized today. But, God, you are also doing something in our lives. And so, Holy Spirit, I pray right now that you will move in an anointed way. I pray, God, that you will speak to every single one of our hearts, Father, in a way that only you can. Let the blessing of your spirit be upon everyone today, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen.